Hey there, it's Michael Costa from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show, Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. You guys remember meeting your first homeschooled kid? (laughs) Fuck, they're weird. If you never met a homie, I'll explain it to you. (laughs) Homeschool kids always act exactly the way an alien would act if they took over a human's body. Like, they kind of get it, but if you watch them from a distance, you're just like, ah, that one's eating cereal with a fork. (laughs) Homeschool. And they just show up, just walk out of a house in your neighborhood you were sure no children lived in. They always come out and smell like socks that weren't dried all the way. Yeah, they're gross. And the very first thing they say to you is always nuttier than squirrel shit. It's never, hi, I'm Steve. It's always, my name's Baxter and my dad puts honey in our milk. (laughs) I don't fucking think so. Just grow up to fuck weird like they only move their shoulders. Are there any of you fucking freaks in here tonight? You're homeschooled? Jesus. You don't look it. How long? I was homeschooled my entire life. Fuck off, really? So this is like when pandas stop being cute and they just put them back into the wild. Your whole life? Church? Religious? Yeah. That's always what it is. <laughs> Would you do it to your kids? Never. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very smart. Thank you for being honest. Security. I, uh... All right. That was Shane Torres, one of the funniest guys in the business. I am out. Very cool. Hysterical. Hysterical. Stand up with Chris Stefano and Nicole Boyce. Comedy Central. Gail's daughter. Gail's daughter. Oh, Gail's daughter, Chloe. Right, right, right. Sorry, GDC. Gail's daughter, Chloe. Sorry. going through a rebrand. Sorry, GDC. Sorry. Back to school episode of Stand Up with Chris Stefano. Got a bunch of school clips. Fuck yeah. For all the kids out there and the parents. (laughs) Yo, I know. (laughs) Big demos for Stand Up with Chris Stefano. Big, absolutely. (laughs) You're a parent. I feel like a good amount of my. I am a parent. I feel like I have a a, a a decent um, decent amount of people who reach out to me on social media that like my work that say um, they're parents as well. Mm. So. They're like, if you can do it, oh. I can do it. It's one of those. <laughs> and for those reasons, you're inspiration. Yeah, it's to we- us all. It's weird though how like with social media now, you know, like my kids' teachers are like, I follow you on Instagram. I'm so like, weird. please don't, <laughs> please don't, yeah. you know. But what am I going to do? It's like they, ha- I can't tell them not to. Right. They have, yeah. or f- even weirder, following. I mean, the shit that my kids' teachers used to put on Instagram, oh, you're like, God. oh <laughs> my <laughs> God. 
because they're like like they're 24. girls in their 20s that are like hot like yeah. doing things and you're like Jesus Christ Jesus Christ Jesus Christ it's my kid's teacher it's my kid's <laughs> teacher you know it's like one of the 27th birthday like started <laughs> drinking at like 10 o'clock in the morning like a shit show you're like following their stories and you're like you're gonna be teaching my kid tomorrow you know <laughs> she's like, putting on a movie tomorrow that's what she's oh doing. yeah or like crazy shit do like, you think about Delilah sort of looking at your social media looking at her mom's looking at her teachers <laughs> I do think about that. I was like d- the first thing that we would do is like look them up on social media. Well, Your yeah, because you co- girl, well, yeah, because yeah. huh, you yeah. that's it, yeah, because you like had you had ago. teachers in the social media age. You were in high school, yeah, like yeah. your high school teachers had Instagram. Weird. Yeah. Well, they so weird. They like my friends and I were generally more early adopters of Instagram than our teachers, but right, they were. <laughs> online and stuff like that and you would look them up and try and find everything on them even like some teachers that i know they're you know just friends or whatever like they'll post something to their instagram story or their snapchat of a kid doing something and i'm like i feel like you can't do that mm-hmm. like okay. i feel like you can't like one of my friends posted a kid like getting an answer wrong and uh, like being wait, silly oh they're students yeah they're students like wait, in the school i'm like unacceptable you cannot post these kids of getting the answer wrong like or like the kid like got this answer wrong like no like only the, the teacher storms. knew about it and was like yeah. and it was like put like an uh, like right. buzzer and it's like what if the kid's mom saw that like wouldn't you be in a lot of trouble I think society uh, in general needs to come up with some sort of more hard and fast in rules a society hard and fast rules about um, posting children that do not belong to you like you know what even I mean? the yeah. children yeah. that do belong to you <laughs> there are kids that grow up with their entire lives documented now and yeah. then what happens when you're five and yeah. you're like oh a thousand people have seen a picture of me every single day for my entire life that's why that's why i wasn't thinking like that but then i was i was like you know what i'm only going to post my daughter on stories once in a while that like expire and she has her own private private instagram it's more of like it's all I have to accept everyone that follows. It's mostly just close friends and family where like I am. I have it, but nobody's seeing it. But like close, like yeah. as if like it were pictures in a draw of her. Uh-huh. You know what but I mean? What's that, that going to do see. for her self-esteem when she's only on your stories? You know, she doesn't that's, get the grid. That's true. You know, that's, that's true that will hurt someone. See? Nicole, that's a really good point. I have I'm friends like... that only store me. I don't get in the grid. And that's that's how you know who your two friends are. Wow. Your that's a, I'm kind of damned. You're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, because she's not going to be able to look back at your stories. She's only going to see the grid. <laughs> You give thing. her like a photo and, book. Anytime she's on a story that I post on like my social media, like I want, you know, because it's like beautiful things that she does, I'll save that and then post the story on her private Instagram on the grid. Aww. But I just don't want to post her on my main page because it's like that, what you were thinking. And also like, I don't know, like there was one guy, it just took one person and made me realize like, wow, one guy sent me a DM. It was like, beautiful kid, what size are her shoes? And I was like, ah! Get the fuck ah! out of here. Experience yeah. not too long ago where I was walking in the West Village and I recognized a child from social media and it was like she wasn't it was a social like an influencer girl who, Northwest. I, who I sort of know um, but she's like an influencer and she posts her kid is adorable and I'm obsessed with him but then I saw him with a different adult <gasps> in the village it was this grandma or babysitter or something mm, but I was like is. I don't know what this is but this is something the fact that I just know so much about this child and yeah. I'm walking by like that is there's something to that. Like, yeah. I don't know. Concerning. Yeah. Concerning. Well, no, that's what I, and that's why I've like Stranger scaled everything Andrew. back. And I'm very like, I try to explain to my daughter what this all means. Like, do not, you cannot talk to anyone. Daddy's Stranger famous. danger. Daddy's Just famous. Just because, well, that's not, all. well, it's, it's, it's almost weird. It's almost, it'd almost be better for us if I was really yeah. famous because then nobody, then you're untouchable. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
Like Jim uh. Gaffigan can like post his kids because like nobody's going near him. But me, I'm like a micro influencer, right. you know. So it's like people think like they can send you a message and yeah. you're going to see it. You know, and I will see it, you know, <laughs> right. and they're right. Yeah, I don't have 20 million followers, you know, if I did, then it's like then it becomes like so uh-huh. I, I feel like for those reasons, I've decided like I am not going to post my kid and for those anymore. reasons we've decided. Yeah, I'm just not going to do it. That's good. That's yeah, good. That's trying to think about ahead because it's just a new like frontier on the flip side of that like people posting their toddlers is my favorite part of Instagram. Like I don't want that to stop. Right. You know, so <laughs> and on the other hand. I love it. <laughs> well, I think if you have a small amount of followers and you're just like work, like yeah. So Chloe, don't worry about it because you get probably under, under a thousand something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't got those blue checks, girl. Well, no, you have a lot of fucking famous friends, a lot of blue check friends with the biz you work in. Are you mm-hmm. blue check, Chloe? No, no. Blue Yikes. check is like I didn't know I was whatevs. Are you blue check, Nicole? Uh, yeah, big time. Dang. Are you really? Oh, Nicole, yeah. what is your follower count on Instagram? And Twitter. That's different. My Instagram is small. I've just recently tried to expand my Instagram presence. Why don't you just tell the people what your name is? Nicole W. Boyce on Instagram and Twitter. Twitter, I'm almost at 8,000 now. Yay. It's been going viral. B-O-Y-C-E. B-O-Y-C-E. Because it's just, yeah. Nicole W. Boyce. But Nicole regularly goes viral with hundreds of thousands of retweets. Fuck yeah. Most recently, Jeremy Renner. Yes. Tell the people about your Jeremy Renner. Uh, downloaded retweet. the uh, Jeremy Renner app and uh, tried to take a screenshot of me fake purchasing uh, $99 worth of Jeremy Renner uh, stars and uh, accidentally <laughs> authorized the payment with my thumb because I was taking the screenshot on my iPhone 8 and um, it paid Jeremy Renner uh, $99. And what, what, is, what does Jeremy Renner do? It is an app where only he can post and you have to buy stars to engage with the post. He's a movie star that no one needs more information about or yeah. from. He's, but he's like a big, you know, he's like Marvel. and uh, I love Jeremy Renner. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, but so he has this yeah. app. He has this you app where pay $20 to no. like his That's post. kind of the whole thing that's so funny about this is he had this app that was like places for Jeremy Renner fans to connect and like collaborate. It's like there's this thing. It's not, but for a while, yeah, like, for well, for a while, it was fun and it was just for his fans and it like worked out. And then, um, yeah. like as of like a month ago, people started making like profiles for like Casey Anthony, and it kind of it went off the rails pretty recently. Is when that someone, a real thing? You when can someone do figured out that yeah. every notification that was coming from the app appeared to be coming directly from Jeremy Renner, and so it's really funny. Yeah, it was really funny. It's worth looking. At but online. a lot of celebrities have these apps because uh, like, like Crystalia, Crystalia has one like from the same company. So it's not Cameo. No, No, it's a whole app. app. Like, like in other words, it's the Chris D'Elia app. Yes. So I have to pay $9 a month or something like that, and I can engage, or it's like you pay for per post? You buy buy the app. Stars is the currency. (laughs) App is free. You buy stars to interact, uh, and one would hope to get Jeremy Renner's attention. (laughs) That's the goal. So then I'll buy the star Uh to... Different stars will get me different things. Like if I buy ten stars, I can communicate. Like he'll send me a video message. Not even Not really. You just I like, think it's, like his posts and stuff like it's that. It's basically just like <laughs> all, for these celebrity apps, they <laughs> curate. Not even curate. They put all. They aggregate. Ag- aggregate. Aggregate all the content from the different social media platforms into one. So you don't okay. have to check Kylie Jenner's all of her things. You can just check her app to see like what she's up to on Snapchat and Instagram. The thought is that like if you had a Facebook profile with like 10 million fans, like Facebook is free. So like why not have those people pay money? That's it. Well, I think that's where just the world is going, right? I mean, more and more, again, this is stand-up podcast and I can feel like I could talk about 
stand-up, it's like, that's what most of, like, I bet you comedians are going to start doing that left and right. Like, just be like, hey, I'm just going to put my thing up, my special on my website. It's like, yeah. just pay five bucks. Well, yeah, because I it. think we, in the in the 80s, 90s, there was like this mega celebrity kind of thing, the cult of celebrity, and now we're kind of seeing celebrities everywhere. Everyone is yeah, like, a celebrity to other people, you exactly. know? And any, these, that's like what podcasts are popular. Like, you have this microcosm of a small community of people that like want to hear your every word. Yeah, now it's, I feel like it used to be like in the 80s and 90s, it's like, oh yeah, you become a celebrity because you appeal to pretty much everybody you're a general general popularity now it's like you got to be niche you gotta if be you, niche you have to be niche nobody cares about the general shit yeah be very niche be a hundred percent of these people love you and if the other people hate you then who cares <laughs> Ooh, nicole's playing footsies with me oh my god was i stop I'm trying sorry. to come over to my sorry. side you guys the sexual tension in this room is palpable palpable, palpable. between the blue check marks no, yeah, Blue check I know. Mark love. Blue check mark love. <gasps> I'm gonna write the pilot. It's called that. Blue check mark love. Yeah. About two publicists introducing two celebrities, and then they fall in love. That's basically set it up. Yeah. The Netflix oh. movie with the uh, Deutsch Deutsch Gang. What the hell was that? Me and my friends do Deutsch Gang. I don't know. That's I, really funny. You literally Fans just so said do- something in German and then put your hand up. I was like, what is she fucking doing? <laughs> oh, in she hindsight, dabbed. yes. No, that was a dab for those listening. Okay. Um, great, she great, didn't great content for, um, I did not hail. <laughs> so hail. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, there's just a bunch of funny apps, uh, celebrities everywhere. Everywhere nope. you turn. Babies, adults. Do you guys ever <laughs> watch that show Vikings? Um, <laughs> Let's talk about being homeschooled. <laughs> Vikings were homeschooled. Um, they okay. Let's talk about being homeschooled, or just regular, or school. just school. Yeah. School. Well, let's play these went... next school clips, and then we'll talk about okay, school after. Anthony Jeselnik, the man. Joe Firestone, the woman. <laughs> great comedians. I've never met Joe, but all I've heard is great things about her, and we're always so close to each other, but we never have personally met Anthony. I opened for him once, and he thought I was uh, um, the janitor. True story. <laughs> One year in high school, I ran for class president, and I lost to a girl in a wheelchair. No, I'm not ashamed. I know she definitely got the sympathy vote, but that's just because I ran a really negative campaign. <laughs> vote for Anthony. His ideas have legs. You should all be laughing at that joke. (laughs) There's no ramp here. (laughs) This is fucking easy. I'm like eight minutes in, CD's already gone gold. I was in college, I got stuck in a dorm room with this guy from Eastern Europe. Now, I don't know if there's a problem with people from Eastern Europe, but this guy would not shower or use deodorant. But I didn't have the heart to tell him that he smelled bad, so one morning I left him a note. It said, Dear Olaf, get out of my country.
God, I loved college. College was so great. The only thing I didn't like about college was calculus. Did you guys take that shit? <laughs> hated calculus, hated it. And I was failing calculus so badly that I tried to get my girlfriend to sleep with my professor <laughs> to get me an A. But you know how chicks are. <laughs> she forgot to mention me. My little brother is in high school right now. I'm a close, but sometimes he'll take advantage of that. Last week he calls me up, he goes, Anthony, I just cut school for no reason. Now I need you to write me a sick note and then forge dad's signature. And I did it, but I'm horrible at stuff like that. His teacher just took one look at the note and said, Mikey, you expect me to believe this? You don't have AIDS. <laughs> Now, if you like that AIDS joke. <laughs> lucky day. You were gonna love, you were gonna love this next AIDS joke. I just got an email from an ex-girlfriend of mine telling me that she has AIDS. And I didn't know how to comfort her. So I just wrote back, I know. Maybe some of you guys noticed a pattern here. These are all great jokes. I just got back from my 10-year high school reunion. The prom queen now weighs 300 pounds and has three kids. Heartbreaking. She used to have five kids. Anyone do their, their talent show as a kid? Anyone do a talent show? Hey, who did that? <laughs> Is it your talent whistling? No. <laughs> do you whistle at a lot of things or was that just getting you going? <laughs> did you whistle? Sorry. No, don't, I mean... <laughs> Don't apologize for whistling. That's, that, that's uh, you know, an oxymoron. Uh, okay, so you whistled. What'd you do? What did I do in town show? Yeah. <laughs> play, play music? Okay. okay. I, no, okay. okay. <laughs> I said, Who, who's done a town show? You whistled. The most confident way to say I did. <laughs> then when I asked you a follow-up question, you said, music. <laughs> Give me something. Uh, you were in a band. Yeah, I was in a band. What's the band called? Uh, I had a band from 6th grade to 11th grade called Recyclable Friend. 
That's perfect. <laughs> that is just about perfect. Do you, do you keep in touch with the other members of Recyclable Friend? <laughs> One of them. The drummer. Oh, it's always the drummer. It's always the drummer. Isn't it the drummer? Yes. <laughs> oh, man. I did, I, did a, I did my middle school talent show. I did, did you do your middle school talent show? I did. What did you do? I only remember what Lindsay Hickman did. What'd she do? What'd Lindsay Hickman do? <laughs> they did um, Open the Door, Get on the Floor, Everybody Walk the Dinosaur. <gasps> yeah. it, was, it was powerful. They Sear, s- seared, <laughs> into the, the whole, seared into this, yeah. Where's Lindsay Hickman now? Oh, God, I think she was in there. I think she was in Hurricane Harvey. <laughs> but she's okay. She's okay. Oh, my God. But I just realized that she was probably in the floods, the massive flooding. <laughs> If you're there, Lindsay, hi, how's let's it going? Just, Hope yeah, your family's good. Probably have kids by now. <laughs> let's give a moment to think about Lindsay Hickman. I hope she's doing all right. We'll always bring it back to reality. I, I did a middle school talent show. I was in my middle school talent show, and we decided to do a dance to Come On Over by Christina Aguilera. And uh, we decided we, always gonna, we were all going to wear the same thing. A bunch of friends, we were all going to wear the same exact thing. And they all agreed. They were like, we got to do pleather pants and a belly shirt. And I was like, okay. And then I got home, and I was like, I can't wear a belly shirt. I don't want to wear a belly shirt. I'm freaking out. And I told my mom, and she's like, I got a plan. And my mom, she went out, and she got me a skin-colored leotard. <laughs> And she drew a belly button on it. <laughs> and you know what? Actually, from far away, like from on stage, it really did look like a leotard with a belly button <laughs> drawn on it. But the point of the story is, the, the moral of the story is that it, it never pays off to be vulnerable. <laughs> vulnerable is the right one. That was Anthony Jeselnik and Joe Firestone. Um, Two very similar comedians. V-Sim. Style, sound, voice. Anthony Jeselnik, I opened for him in 2012 at Governor's Comedy Club, Mm -hmm. and he didn't know that I, like the show hadn't started yet, and I was just sitting in there, and he goes, hey man, can I just have the the room, this is kind of just for the comedians, and I was like, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm opening. He goes, are you serious? And I was like, yeah. He goes, I genuinely thought you were the custodian. <laughs> That's what he said. He call, he's, and he used the word custodian. I'm like, this isn't a school. That's so funny. But he thought I was like the cleaning up, because uh, I was just sitting there, I guess not dressed appropriately. He, he was the first comedian that I saw, and this was when he was still doing, he, the comedy club was sold out for him, but you know now he does the theaters. But they were at the end of his set, like a musician, calling out the jokes they wanted to hear. Mm, yeah, requests. So it was dope. Mm, I never seen anything yeah, like that. And then he, he would get that, yeah. do them and they would crush. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, wow, that's fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. You know? Uh, Jesselnick, Anthony Jesselnick, has both a podcast, the Jesselnick oh. and Rosenthal Vanity Project on Comedy Come Central podcasts. And then also his new show, Good Talk, with Anthony Jeselnik, mm-hmm. is currently airing on Friday nights at 11 o'clock. He talks Oof. to guests like Nick Kroll, Kristen Shaw, Nicole. Kumail Nanjiani, David Spade, Natasha Leggero. A-listers. Big ones. Big, big, big ones. Season big four, Chris Stefano. Yes. Season four. Maybe I'll get, maybe I'll get them when it gets season four, when they need to like, you know what I mean? Yeah. We're done with the A-listers. Mm-hmm. Let's just go, you know, let's just All go right. down the list. 
season four will get you on. They accidentally, because every, you know, I get an email to like post um, stupid questions, like to post in the Dropbox. I'll get a Dropbox email to like post. This is blowing up a spot that's not directly mine, but it's adjacent to mine, and I should have caught this, and I did Every not. Every Friday, and I'm embarrassed I'll get it. About this I'll get the Dropbox to, to post the stupid questions, um, oh. which is a show on Comedy Central. It's sometimes it's either on at eleven or eleven thirty. It's on in between other oh, shows. Eleven thirty currently. Currently, Fridays Comedy Central. I ask guests stupid questions. Whatever. It's it's um, it's five minutes, but maybe we'll make it longer. But. They so they normally send me the Dropbox and I open the Dropbox and it was an episode. It was Anthony Jeselnik's first episode. So I got somebody <gasps> fucked up and then I got to see Exclusive. Anthony Jeselnik's show before the rest of America. Did you post it? Yep. <laughs> um. So this is a school episode. Um. My kids in preschool now, yes. which is you know what's weird. This is, school is nuts. My <laughs> kids can't bring certain schools now. New York City Board of Ed. Uh-huh. Certain schools no more homework. What? Homework's out and what? no book bags. Nuts. That makes sense. So that, okay. It's wow. like certain, ma- certain schools like are like no, no homework. Do you do not have? Why? No. Why does weapon or why? What's homework? Because they're like more focus on in the classroom, like one on one, and they figure because of technology, there's no point to do homework. The child's just going to go Google the answers anyway. Hmm. So you might as well teach them all they need to know when their phones are locked up they, and they have no choice to Google it. They probably also have the option of giving them homework digitally. <laughs> Sure. They'll email you your math thing. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. So like, yeah, the book bags, it's, it's not necessary. Like my, uh, um, I know a kid who's nine years old. It, there's no, you can bring the book bag in there. School's okay with it, but there's no textbooks. Everything is digitally. They Each kid has a smart uh, tablet and cool. that's what they that's do their work on. That's sick because textbooks are so heavy. And paper. And paper. Trying to save fucking Amazon and over my here. back. Yeah. You well, know. Too late for that. Wild, wild. Um world we live in though wild world we live in it's a wild wild world i wonder if it's easier or harder to cheat without textbooks um, i think cheating is so easy now like i mean you could do anything like you i can have my phone oh, yeah. away and like have a ear yeah, my earpiece so in and have right. someone fucking reading me the answers like it's just so mm-hmm. easy to cheat I used to print um, in tiny, like, 0.4 size font mm-hmm. and then put it on the inside of a water bottle. Well, let me ask you. Ooh, you grew up in, like, clever. the Google age because Chloe and I weren't in... Excuse me. I grew up in the Google age. No, we were Googling, but, like, in high school, like, you, <laughs> Chloe, couldn't, you, you didn't have your smartphone. You didn't have a smartphone in high school. I did not. She did. That's so it's like, how did it work? How did it work, like, with school for you? Um, like, couldn't you just Google your homework? All of our classes took place on Vine. Um, <laughs> it was weird. Um... No, I think you would, well, because the questions aren't like. Come on in, Ann. We're almost done. Okay, so, Nicole, you're telling us about how you cheated your way through school because you Googled it, you millennial. Well, the questions aren't like, what's five plus five? It's like, who was uh, Thomas Jefferson's, like, best friend? Uh, Alexander Hamilton. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, bad example for this (laughs) fucking guy. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. There are not things you can necessarily just, like, Google, I guess. I don't know. Or no, but you I feel like maybe smart enough to. I don't know. No, there's, th- but there's certainly like things that you. I mean, anything like. You, but like you can't Google a math problem. Like how do you even type sure you in? Sure can. you can. You can't like type you could, in like the PEMDAS. You can't. You can't type in PEMDAS. PEMDAS. Well, you, you know, like. Yeah. No, like, we're saying. Do you're, What's PEMDAS? Oh, uh, 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 parentheses. parentheses. Um, uh, um, the little guys. That's the the um, integrals and uh, electrons. What is it? Electrons. Uh, multiplication. It's the division. order you um, do all the oh, things in. Oh, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's the order of operations. Got it. Order of operations. You're saying it might knew it that some schools, New York City's public schools, no homework anymore. And some schools have no book bags. My 
yeah, nine years old. No, he doesn't have. He he can he can, but it's not necessary to bring a book bag. I remember like being like in kindergarten though, and you have like a backpack, and the backpack's just like holding one piece of paper that has like your yeah. multiplication yeah. on it. Oh so yeah, it is weird. For your but it's so fun yeah. to choose a backpack. Exactly. Yeah, and that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. I know my kid has a book bag in preschool, and it's just her piggy and blanky are in there, and like bags of fucking snacks. What's yeah. her What's her backpack uh, theme? It's um, it's like furry and like kind of like eighties tie dye color. She loves eighties stuff. That's sick. She like always wants to like put her hair like like dress it like eighties like vintage. <gasps> I love that. Yeah, wow, I don't know why, but that's what she wants. Mm, okay. Well, um, um, let's play some John Mulaney. Another uh, who's that? Um, <laughs> comedian. Um, oh. For, um, but what's is he going to talk about going back to school? He's going to talk about school. What stuff is it? Fucking put, Petunia in school. <laughs> Hot ref. Hot yeah. Um. Hot ref. Talk to you next week, Chris. No. Okay. All right, fine. I'll be here. I'll Summer come. break. Yeah, please come next week. Yep. Okay. Go back to school. Bye. Do it, or just get an education and don't use it, like me. I wasn't very good in school when I was younger, and my worst subject was math. And I went to this grade school where they did this thing one year where they decided to uh, divide all the kids up into two different math groups, right, based on your abilities. And the first group that you could be in was called the Blue Angels. And it was named after the famous aviators. And the other group was called Group Two. Oh, we were a swell bunch of kids in group two. The best part of it is, we picked the name ourselves. The teacher was like, hey, what are we gonna call you, group two? And we were like, ah, bingo, you got it right there. Four and five is 12, and we're done for the day. I went to a Catholic uh, grade school when I was younger, uh, and we had to like learn a new Bible story every single week, and uh, it was this Bible study class, although it wasn't called Bible study class, it was called religious studies. Uh, we mainly studied one religion, there wasn't a lot of like Hinduism or anything in there. So you'd learn a Bible story uh, like backwards and forwards and then we'd like present on them at the end of the week. And so a lot of them are still burned into my brain, you know. Also, there's like a lot of weird stuff going on in there, like the story of um, King Solomon and the baby. Do you guys remember that one? If you don't, I'll take you through the details. So in the Bible, uh, King Solomon, he's like the wise king of Israel. And these two women bring him a baby. And they say, uh, King Solomon, we both claim that this is our baby. What are you going to do? And Solomon says, well, we will cut the baby down the middle. And the first woman says, oh, okay. And the other woman says, no, don't cut the baby down the middle. And King Solomon says to her, ah, ha, 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 congratulations. You have proven yourself to be the real mother. A couple things with that. One, 
who is this first woman? That's like, yeah, cut the baby in half. That sounds like a good idea. Like, what kind of awful bitch has just stolen a baby? She stole a baby. And then the first time she's asked about it, she's like, look, I'll take what I can get. Can I get the legs? I'll take the legs. She can have the top part. She is so fucked up that she calls the head the top part. <laughs> Secondly, that he knew it was the real mother because she knows not to cut a baby in half. Yeah. I think most people would come to that conclusion. Like, even if I was just, like, walking down the street and there was someone about to saw a child in half, I would be like, hey, why don't you not do that? And he'd be like, oh, you must be the father. Congratulations. You have passed my test. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Hey there, it's Michael Costa from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show, Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts.